Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode. Mm. Of- Sorry. You do that on purpose, right? That one that one was not on purpose. Okay. Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host, Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and adjacent forms of music that people send in to us. Typically, it's our first time hearing the releases in question, and we honestly react to whatever it is that we're hearing. Sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we don't, but we're not striving to be professional critics, tastemakers, or make objective value judgments. We encourage you to support the stuff that you hear on this show and enjoy. Uh, Even if we do not enjoy it, go ahead and buy records, go see bands, buy t-shirts, do whatever it is that you want to do to support bands even the ones that we talk shit about do not take our opinions to heart if you do so that's on you not on us uh the format if if you like it yeah we're stupid not you right exactly easy simple no further discussion required right just oh those guys are dumb uh this that was actually really good i'll go by the record never think about it again that's right certainly i won't hold grudges about it and and complain about it on the internet sometimes years later which i experience all the time my my impotent rage yeah for sure i just recently i came upon a situation where somebody was like uh i think plugged our show or plugged one of my bands or Uh something and uh somebody commented on it and said oh i don't fuck with that that gray guy and the guy said oh why not seems like a nice fella and he goes, oh, he he and uh, his the co-host of his show uh, said something shitty about my band a few years ago. And it's just like, look, dude, if you're still holding on to that, go to therapy. Yeah, go, I don't yeah. know. Well, see, if you're still holding on to it, now you are stupid. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Go, go to therapy or something, right? right? So um, we're, not, we're not making any objective claims on this show. Please keep it in mind. Act accordingly. Uh, the format of the show is very simple. We have 10 bands in the queue every week. Everything is listener submitted. We roll some dice and randomly select between five and seven bands, usually per episode, to listen to. That's all there is to it. If you want to submit music, it's demo listen podcast at gmail.com. Just make sure your release is a year or less old from the time of submission. If you want to subscribe to the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash demo listen podcast. Thank you to all the new subscribers. We've gotten quite a few recently. It's very sick to see. We've been on top of our Patreon content, so now is as good a time as any to subscribe. In addition, I have the highball cassettes in hand now. They look fucking great. Uh, I will be getting them out to our $10 subscribers this coming week. And I've already got like 10 orders via the big cartel. I just put them up earlier. If you look in the show notes, I'll have a link to, pr- to order them there. And if you're here in this episode, then I went ahead and put a highball song at the beginning of this. Uh, most likely you just heard the song Squandering My Youth, which is the first song off of the tape and is pretty representative of how the rest of the tape sounds. Fucking rocks. If you're a fan of 70s hard rock, you will be a fan of this. It's got all the best parts of fucking Slade and Budgie and UFO and Thin Lizzy and all of that great, like, early to mid-70s hard rock stuff, proto-metal shit, fucking pub rock, boot boy glam. It's fucking great. What are you, stupid? What are you, dumb? You like guitars? There you go. It's fucking great. Um, If you want to call, it's 260-222-8341. Just keep your message brief. A minute and a half or under, please. Beyond that... um, we saw surrogates last night. We played with surrogates last night at the mm-hmm. Bug House, one of the last five Bug House shows. We had the surrogates demo on the show a few months back and really, really enjoyed it. I don't know if it was a few months back. It may have been six months back at this point. My sense of time is doesn't not even matter. But they were really good live. Really enjoyed that band. Check out that demo. Uh, Manic Mantra, the sub-label of Convulse Records, put out that tape for them. Uh, I have to imagine this band, especially with how big, just straight up hardcore punk bands are able to get at this particular moment in time. I have to imagine if the band continues to tour, releases new stuff as they suggested that they are probably going to soon, 
have to imagine the band is going to get bigger and you're going to have more opportunities to see them. Hopefully they stick together. Uh, I really, really liked them live. I really liked the demo. I'd been spinning it all week just in preparation for the show, and it fucking rocks. They covered uh, Pure, Pure Hate. Hate by Poison Idea, and they did a great job at it. Fucking rocked. Uh, big ups to surrogates. Um, other than that, let's see what I got. Um, oh, the beep. The beep no longer exists. It's gone. Yeah. No, no thanks to you. <laughs> Uh, I'm the one that got the ball rolling on it. You got the ball. <laughs> I would say I'm the one that got the ball rolling on it. And you know what else? If I hadn't said anything, mm -hmm. we'd still be hearing it. But you know, you know what else I learned? Mm -hmm. That you didn't call them. I did. Because you don't even have access to the account necessary. It's on, it's on the thing. <laughs> There's a phone number on the thing. Well, I heard, I heard from uh, a little bird told me that you never called them, and yeah. that was false, which my, was my intuition. No, it's true. <laughs> See this entire this entire thing, right? Uh, yeah. Chaos magic ritual, uh, <laughs> and it accomplished you, yeah. what I set out to do. Okay, you could you could certainly spin it that way, right? That's well within the scope of reason. It here's, is gone. And here's the other thing. Yeah. If you've got a fucking internet box of one of those fucking batteries, yeah, but don't have a landline, yeah, you don't need it. That's true, for Yank sure. Get the battery out of there. Yeah, absolutely. Throw it in the river. For sure. The one at the bug house is beeping, too. Yeah. So stealing that one wouldn't have even helped you because I noticed it beeping last night. It'll help them. It, it will help them, <laughs> for sure. Um, the only other thing I got is uh, the UAP stuff is still heating up. Is it? Yeah. I, I, now there's like uh, there's been like a recently published article. The Hill just uh, just did an interview, like posted an interview like eight hours ago with uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he did a big investigative piece on it. Mm -hmm. And evidently, there is another investigative piece done by a former assistant secretary of defense. Uh -huh. And now the the number is in where they say they have uh, corroborated by several reliable sources. Uh, a dozen or more non-human vehicles, <laughs> non-vehicles non or, or, or technology of, of non-human non -human origin. origin. Yes, where they really, they really, they really um, parse words. Yeah, there. yeah, 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 for sure. They're <laughs> yes, they're very much trying, right? Trying their very best to be as non-specific as possible. They're really parsing words there. Yeah, for sure. So uh, yeah, I listened to the whole interview before I came over here, and uh, he said there was some shit that he did not choose to include, include in the article because okay. it seems like he's a guy, so he's a guy that previously worked in uh, and still works in, like, nuclear research. Not mm -hmm. nuclear weapons, but, like, nuclear power. Okay. And he said his first exposure to, like, or his, his, his interest in UFO phenomenon arose when talking to other high-level professionals in his field he started learning of like all of these instances of like the co-occurrence of nuclear power and like UFO sightings right. and how that's been a thing basically since Roswell, right? Well, I mean, they split the atom, they dropped the bomb, look who showed up. Right, exactly. So it seems this is a this is a well-documented thing and has been for a long time in UFO circles and like this a reputable scientist was like this is actually pretty interesting i'm going to look into this right. so he said he had further information that he kind of talked about on his interview with the hill but he said some of these were things he only had one source for and so he didn't feel like it met the criteria necessary to include it in like uh, an exhaustive investigative piece and he said there's also the issue of what he described as i think he said ontological shock about like the encroaching and now at this point, increasingly overwhelming evidence of the fact that not only is the intuition that we're not alone in the universe that many people share, 
almost certainly correct, yeah. but that it's probably going to blow wide open in our lifetime, maybe sooner rather than later, made him feel as if he might have some sort of ethical <laughs> or moral obligation just to just to sprinkle it out there. Just you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I, I'm ready. I was talking. Right. I was talking to my girl before I came over here, and I was like, dude. If, if in my lifetime I don't get to see a press conference where like a high-ranking government official yeah. is flanked by two extraterrestrials and we're and they're giving like an well, announcement of the Terran Confederation of Planets yeah. new alliance with the intergalactic yeah. Empire yeah I'm gonna feel as if my life was a waste yeah I don't know I mean I, whatever I, here's the thing I'm yeah. not going down the rabbit hole yeah right I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like I said I'm not holding my fucking breath sure yeah right I am passingly curious, right? It's like um, when you go past, like, I don't know, a, a business that closed down. Yeah. And then you see there's activity there. Like, oh, I wonder what that might be. Sure, yeah. Right? Yeah. Maybe next time I drive by, something will be in there that's kind of cool. Sure. That's that's where my brain is with this. Yeah. Because I, I wasted far too many years actually, like, you know. Same. Trying to. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> yeah, now same. it's just, you know, whatever. Yeah. But just shock me already. That's what I want. Like, what to. the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. What do you mean ontological shock? Yeah. Just give it to us. Yeah, for sure. Right. If there's anything that we've shown, yeah, it is that we are infinitely fucking adaptable. Yeah, no doubt. Look at all the I look at all the fucking shitty situations that people live in yeah. and persist through. Right. They don't give a fuck. Well, look how quickly we adapt to new technology and things that are well, world. Well, I'm just saying the things that are world altering and even in negative ways. We're just like, ah, it's normal. It's fine. Give it to the kid. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I I don't know if I don't know if that's adapting. Sure. I think you know you know like look, I don't know if we're adapt head <laughs> Wait, that's true <laughs> we may not be adapted that right. may actually be a bad right. example right. yes we're probably not well adapted to right that. yes right that's true. I, I think we're that, in the process right of like yeah. like i think that like maybe i don't know that's for fu that, that's for future historians yes and, and, <laughs> and future sort of like you know future scientists to look into like um well how healthy was it to give children porn machines in their hands <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure right yeah to just give children infinite violent violence and porn machines right. in their hands yeah at all times i have to imagine it wasn't good for me it probably isn't good for anybody yeah right yeah so i don't know just fucking give it to me yeah just give it to me give it to me wherever they're from yeah right sure extra dimensional sure right, right. maybe splitting the app and op opened up whole possibly things yeah. come through sure right Maybe they're from the ocean. Maybe they're from the ocean. Maybe maybe Atlantis is real. Absolutely. Right. Oh, there there is a strong. Maybe it's maybe it's Vimanas. Perhaps, man. Maybe the Nazis were right. Maybe the Nazis are back. <laughs> maybe the Nazis well, are, are back. They are back. Yeah. Well, yeah. The Nazis have been back for a minute. They're back. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They kind of never. Operation Paperclip kind of ensured that they never went away. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we just kind of put them in seats of influence. Yeah. Um, they're back. Yeah, for sure. It's funny how like Hydra, you know, and right. like the MCU and or, or in like the Marvel universe right. in general is kind of just like mostly real. Well, yeah, but like it's not even that cool. It's no, it's not that cool. It's so stupid. mundane. It's just <laughs> it's stupid, sure. right? Yeah, it's yeah. some like in these parts, it's just some fucking jackass with a gladiator helmet sticker on his car yeah. and like some marine slogan. <laughs> yeah, for right? sure. Yeah, it's not even that cool here. Right. right? Yeah. It's not even that fucking We don't even cool. we don't even get so red skull that, or anything. And that's like my point, is like, yo, everything's fucking awful anyway. Yeah. Just give me just, the, just give me the shock. I agree. I agree one hundred percent. Give me give me fucking honestly. Yeah. It's like Ozymandias in the Watchmen. Mm-hmm. 
just give us all something real. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Bring maybe it'll bring us together. Right. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Drop a squid on New York. Yeah. You know? Um, all right. Let's jump into it unless you got something. No, not at all. It's fourth of July. Yeah, it is fourth of July. Yeah, that's the thing I was gonna say actually is just like I, I wish I could put some patriotic oil at the top of this episode, but I feel obligated to to throw a highball song on there to catch everybody's attention and hopefully encourage them to to purchase a copy of the tape. So you won't be hearing any arresting officers at the top of this show, no. but but I encourage you to go out and, and, Listen, and seek out some patriotic seek out, seek out your most patriotic oi. Yeah, for sure. Get your most reckless fireworks. Bring out your grim yard demos. Right. Put them in the cassette player right. and have a good time with the family. Exercise your 2A rights. That's right. All over the place. <laughs> Wherever, but in whatever neighborhood Dude, you may live. Around here? Yeah. Oh, yes. It's fucking wild. It like, I'll wild. lay in bed and be like, well, that's firework. And that's, that's a, a gun. firework. That's a yeah, gun. Yeah, for sure. That's a gun. <laughs> yep, absolutely. On the south side, it's particularly bad. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Let's jump into the queue then. So first up, we have Mana with their self-titled debut EP. This is a new band from Indianapolis. I've seen everybody posting about this, everybody from the area. Um, it's I think it's kind of some like indie, shoegazy indie rock stuff. It's members of a bunch of different bands, like members of Hoops, members of Matrix, members of a bunch of different bands. Okay. Um, I have not gotten around to listening to it yet but people seem to like this band a whole lot it was sent in by uh indy indiana native um what, what do you call it uh, expat indiana expat uh reuter living out in california now he sent this our way then we have got rover rover random with spinning uh this is a band from tulsa oklahoma it was sent in by eric who says he predicts that we are not going to like this that it is uh, really polished polished shoegaze stuff of the variety we typically don't enjoy but that he imagines some of our listeners will mm -hmm. then we have got joy with fantasy this is a new band out of australia on last ride records that was sent in by brody uh, i believe it's just some just some hardcore stuff you can you can tell by looking at it then we have got Vengeful Spectre uh, with Vengeful Spectre 2. This is a Chinese black metal band sent in by Blake, who has sent a bunch of Chinese black metal our way. He said this is really good, and he just kind of wants to... He's in deep now. Yeah, he just he said he wants to continue the trend and just like keep yeah. shining a light on stuff from over the pond that maybe wouldn't get a whole lot of shine over here otherwise. Then we have got Mossman or Mossman with Demo 23. This is a band out of Romania that was sent in by Jay from Cold Brats. He said it's like heavy hardcore shit. It's kind of beyond his purview, but it's from Romania, so he wanted to put on for it. Okay. He described it as maybe beat down, but he doesn't really have that much knowledge of this kind of stuff. Interestingly, though, the song the song lengths are really short. Like the first song is less than two minutes, the last song is less than two minutes, and then in the middle there's a 47 second and a 39 second song, which doesn't seem to like doesn't seem to be representative of like beat down or most heavy hardcore I'm familiar with. So I'm kind of interested to hear this. All right. Then we have got, okay, I'm going to try my best here. Amphilecto, Amphilecto with uh, Linares.tv. This appears to be like some porno grind or something. Our buddy Ben from Milwaukee sent this our way. It certainly is porno grind. Yeah, oh, it's definitely porno grind. Uh, and they've been a. I did a little research before the show. They've been a, a band or a project. It's probably a solo project. You can really get away with some shit on fucking Bandcamp. Yeah, this is from 2006. But if you click the the banner, there's a free and uncensored button, and you're immediately met with like a GIF of vomit porn, of like Asian vomit porn, and like a bunch of porn and shit like that. Um, so Ben sent this our way and said, "This sure is something." So oh, yeah, I don't think I don't think it's an endorsement per se. Yeah, it's more as just something he found interesting and, and threw our way. Then we've got Fog Lamp with Conversation. 
question mark. Uh, this is a band out of uh, San Francisco, California. Uh, it was sent in by the band. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure what member of the band, but they said that they recently started listening to the show, have enjoyed it, and uh, figured that they would uh, throw this throw this our way and see if we liked it. Right. Then we have got Lesser Minds with Saved slash The Trojan. We've had Lesser Minds on the show. We had Lesser Minds on the show like a few years ago, I want to mm. say. Probably their first release or one of their earliest releases. I think the demo. Like so, maybe a couple years ago, like July twenty twenty one. Okay. Um, so Brian from this band sent it our way. Um, this is coming out on Blind Rage Records. Our friend Gwen is releasing this. This is just uh, coming out as a single in preparation for a whole a whole LP that Gwen is putting out for them. Uh, so Brian sent this our way. Uh, the artwork is just uh, Gwen did the artwork, and Gwen is like a fucked up super fan, and uh, this is literally just like fucked up art. I, I was gonna say that this this looks like a fucked up release. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Gwen Gwen is making no bones about her fandom of uh, fucked up here. Yeah. Then we have got Speed Plans with Statues of God. I have to assume that basically everybody in our listenership has heard this, but the, for, for the few of you that have not, if we land on this, it'll be obvious why everybody else is already hip to it. This was sent in by Justin, who plays in the band. In his email, he said, I'm definitely not in the band, and it's the best hardcore he's heard since Formaldehyde Junkies. Okay. Justin, I gotta imagine you know that everybody is hip to this. Whether or not it feels... Uh, self-indulgent to admit or not your band is really cool and everyone fucking likes it i was just talking them up last night to yeah. a, a, a dude from pittsburgh that you know just kind of dabbles in hardcore I'm yeah saying, you got to check them out this is this is speed plans uh this release in particular is one of the hot releases of the year right this is really fucking good everybody loves this already um then last up we've got privacy warning with their promo 2023 this is some uh, indonesian hardcore it was sent in by kawe who just uh kawe who just described it as like some reverby hardcore stuff from indonesia that he thought deserved a little attention so All right. let's roll the dice four okay four is uh the chinese black metal stuff this is vengeful specter I knew so. I knew this was just from the artwork yeah. and the little thumbnail. And uh -huh. I was like, "This has to be Chinese." Yeah, because the logo. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, there yeah. is some Chinese script underneath it. There but is, you can't really yeah. see that in the thumbnail. But the I've noticed now there's a trend in you know, yeah, symmetrical sticky lettering and everything. But I've noticed there's kind of a certain trend. Like this is almost a slam logo. Almost, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So. So the song that was suggested to us is the second song on here, Storming Insurrection of War. We're keeping up the trend of starting episodes recently with lengthy black metal songs. Oh, yes. This is a thing that we've been doing a lot of lately. So if any of our listeners are not a fan of this, uh, sorry, because it's been going for like the last several several weeks now. But we're keeping it up this week. So we're going to hear Storming Insurrection of War by Vengeful Spectre off of Vengeful Spectre 2.
All right, we just heard the song Storming Insurrection of War by Vengeful Spectre off of Vengeful Spectre 2. You know, I don't know what it is, but lately I've been more receptive to hyper-polished pro-black metal than I have been in a very, very long time. We've been getting a fair amount of it on the show that I haven't been necessarily fully in love with, but that right. I felt, like, fully tolerant of, at the very least, fully tolerant of to, like, pretty impressed by and I would say this falls in that latter category for me. I thought that this was all around very good. Are, were there things about it that I would have preferred to have been different? Yeah. Like this same package in a less polished, less refined uh, format, I, I like it better. Sure. But the ideas present here, I all thought like the execution of those ideas was really good. Like, no, I don't like the drums sounding like this, right? No. They're fully, this is an ele either an electronic kit or everything, or all the drums have been replaced and, like, automated, and I don't like that. Like, right. full stop. I think that drums that way sound fucking bad. In every application, I don't think there's ever a reason for drums to sound like that. It's one of the worst trends to ever enter into the metal sphere, and I don't think it's ever going away now, and it's one of the things that is, like, a barrier uh, to entry for me yeah, for a lot of stuff. it's just really mechanical and cold. It's psychotic. I don't understand, yeah. like, how people can listen to it and think it sounds good. But, you know, production nit nitpicks aside, I thought the music on this was was really good. Not only was it super well crafted, if this is your thing, but the flourishes of traditional Chinese music in there were sick. And we always like big up anytime a band from a region or a country or whatever incorporates traditional music of their region, of their area into the music. And especially when they do it well, as I think it was incorporated here, I'm always into that. Well, that's what stood out for me because. Yeah. Like I so the the hoplite stuff yeah I bought that record yeah that shit is fucking I really like that good. that was a bit more I think straightforward just second wave black yeah, metal absolutely some, you know some modern but this was kind of all over the place yeah a little bit yeah um I like this fine but it was pretty sterile sounding sure yeah I agree um yeah. and you know everybody knows that that shit is just exhausting on the ears to listen to that's the thing it's it is it is hard like, to listen to everything's like right fucking there yeah absolutely dude you know yeah there's no very there's no variance there's no dynamism and like yeah. levels or anything um but i i did really like the incorporation of some of the you know we'll say traditional instrumentation in there sure. because sometimes i couldn't even tell what the fuck i was actually hearing right yeah. like when those i think they were some sort of like woodwind came in yeah. early on yeah sure I was like, what the fuck am I actually hearing right, right here? Yeah, so, you know? Yep. And it was, instead of having it where it drops out and yeah. there's, like, a little interlude, right. which I think, I guess sometimes that works. Sometimes it works, but it's pretty hit or miss. I like how it was just kind of in there with the mess of it. That's what I enjoyed about it, too, because it added the, to the, the cacophony of the whole thing, yeah. right? So I thought this was really well done. This is, for precisely the reasons that we just detailed, is probably not something I'm going to sit down and listen to start to finish just because I do find listening to music that is produced like this really fucking exhausting. Um, I, do, I do think it was really good. Uh, anybody who likes black metal of this stripe, is going to be pleased with this. It's not really my bag per se, but there were elements at play here that I thought were really interesting. Everything was very well executed. I don't really have anything bad to say about it other than the fact that there are just things about it that aren't really to my taste. It's but just, It's just a little too shiny. It's too shiny. But other than that, I would yeah. be... Uh, I would be uh, I would be lying if I said like oh this isn't good right it's uh, no it's, I agree it's quite good I I, I enjoyed this yeah. I think that I would be fully done listening to fucking metal yeah 
after listening to all six tracks on this record. Yeah, agreed, for sure. Like, I'm done for a little while now. Yeah, no doubt. Um, all right, what's next? Four again. Okay, four is Moss Man with Demo 23. I was hoping we'd la- land on this just because I'm, f- I'm interested. Moss Man's a good name. Moss Man is a pretty good name because I don't know if it's a translation issue or if it's like... He-Man. Oh, no, it looks like... Oh, Mossman. Look, the the back. it's on the back of a jersey here, like a, like a, a football jersey, oh. soccer jersey. It looks like he's kicking someone in the face. So it might just be a European's uh, obsession with uh, foosball. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks like it. I was hoping it was a He-Man reference. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, so uh, we'll just listen to the first song on here. We're going to hear Dead Ends and Detours by Mossman off of Demo 23. What does he need? Revenge. Okay, we just heard Dead Ends and Detours by Mossman off of Demo, Demo 23, which uh, I believe Mossman is uh, is one Marius. He is the Mossman. He is the Mossman. He's the Mossman. He's the Mossman. So Jay said this kind of defied classification for him, and he just kind of threw it into where he thought it landed, but that he admitted it was beyond his scope. Definitely, I wouldn't describe this as beatdown in any, any regard. No. Um, but... It's also very hard to classify this as anything beyond something you are going to see and have been able to see for at least the last 20 years on a local level in a basement. It's just this like morass of like uh, heavy music influences that is hard to trudge through, categorize, tough to enjoy (laughs) that seems to kind of pop up just like i said on like local levels over and over again it's like there's fast parts that implies some affinity for like grind or power violence there's sludgier parts that imply some affinity for modern meaning the last 20 years of hardcore in general there's like screamy vocals that are reminiscent of any stripe of like grind and or like screamo emo violency stuff that lives and dies in basements right it's just this big sort of just uh 
amorphous blob of heavy music influences that lands in this place that if you've spent a lot of time in DIY, DIY spaces sounds instantly familiar, but becomes no easier to sort of categorize or place. Yeah. A couple things about this. Number one, the lyrics are definitely beat down lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't even think I read the lyrics. Uh, Okay, yeah, yeah, that's true. That is, they are they are very much tortured man. The lyrics are yeah. definitely beat down tortured man lyrics, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. Musically, you know, of you you kind of already covered that. Yeah, I think that hearing a fully fleshed out band uh-huh. might give you a little like like a little warmer feeling about this. Sure, maybe. yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. This, I mean, this is a demo. It didn't sound great. Yeah. Um, you could tell, I, I even said th- this is one of two people, right? It's one person. It's one Like guy. this sounds yeah. like a very limited, there's a limited set of input here. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that fleshed out in a full band, this might hit you a little bit differently. Maybe. Yeah. 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 When you can just hear like people playing together in a room, you feel a little bit warmer towards this for right. sure. Yeah. Right. But other, other than that, like I, you know, yeah, fine. Whatever. Yeah. You can play the show. Sure, I'm, right. not, I'm not buying the demo. <laughs> exactly. This this is this type of music is one that is exactly it. It's you can play the show core. Yeah. This is you can play the show core. Right. <laughs> I guess you can play the show core. Right. <laughs> you know, that's like right. exactly this. I just wish it was He-Man. <laughs> yeah. Dude, look at this fucking picture. Kids in 1980 oh, yeah, in dude. 1983 they were didn't so know. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Look at that. You guys didn't know how good you had it, man. We had it great. I had the Moss Man figure. Yeah. Right? I had a few He-Mans. They, they, sure. well, He-Man wasn't exactly my thing. Right, yeah. But I had Moss Man. Well, we smelled tr- like pine. It's funny because we tried to watch He-Man like, like five terrible. years ago, oh, five, six we, years we ago. We made it three episodes in. We made it like three or four, and it was just like, like not even shit, a, Not even in nostalgia. No, it's, uh, it's just... It was hitting real big around 2019 and nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and the like, there was like the you know the toys that made us and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yo, He Man sucks. It is unwatchable, dude. He Man sucks. It is unwatchable. The toys suck. Yeah, the toys are such a lazy fucking low effort exploitation. Well, of yeah, like, and like, but but like, I mean, well, I mean, He Man is one of the things that made like new codes around yeah, like right. child child focused entertainment, like new laws get written because it was like, hey, this is a very transparent like twenty two minute long commercial yeah. for bad toys. Yeah, you I mean, can't do this anymore. Too. Transformers were too, yeah, for sure. But at least Transformers, I mean, look. Transformers also pretty tough to watch in retrospect. In retrospect, but cool. the cool and the movie was pretty fucking good. Hey, and it, Orson Welles last uh, last theatrical performance. Yeah, for sure. The movie's pretty fucking good. We got some good stuff out of Transformers. Yeah. And the toys were at least like genuinely sick. Yeah. Um, he Man fully bad. Look at that. What is there? Two points of articulation. Three, four points of articulation on this whole fucking thing. The head thing. turns. The shoulders turn. Yeah, and, and, the, and the hips. Nonsense, dude. Oh, and the waist. Okay, there you so, go. So five points six of articulation. Points yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, six points. Yeah, six points of articulation. But it's just a rubber band in there. Yeah, exactly. Right. And they get worn out over time. It's even. It's even worse than a GI Joe. Yeah, it is. But he did smell like pine. Skunk or smelled like a skunk. Right. Sure. That's right? pretty good. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Yeah, right. For sure. <laughs> so okay, um, let's uh, let's roll the dice again. Three. Okay, three is joy. 
This is uh, this is the new band from Australia that Brody threw our way. That's on Last Ride Records. The release is called Fantasy. It's Joy, like J O Y, like an acronym. What do you stand? Uh, what do you suppose jokes on that you. stands for? Jokes on you. Oh, yeah, is that? It's on the art. Oh, okay. Jokes on you. Okay. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's just start at the beginning. Then we're gonna hear visceral visceral reaction by Joy off of Fantasy. We just heard visceral visceral reaction by Joy off of Fantasy. How'd you feel about it? I don't like it. Okay. This is the fucking He-Man of hardcore. <laughs> Six points of articulation. Six points of articulation. Yeah. It, is, it is a blatant effort to exploit sort of lowbrow testosterone dudes. Yeah. Um, the artwork, golly, gee, wonder what it could sound. <laughs> like a crazed joker with a fucking... With 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 a six sided die for one eye, right? Yeah, right. A crazed demon dumping out what looks like dice and cards on a farm, right? Right. Yeah. Another crazed demon sitting on like a checkerboard. Yeah. Right. Sure. And then um, another crazed demon that has fairy wings. Yes. That kind of look like lumpy turds. Yeah, they do kind of look like lumpy Re- turds. Like actually, really yeah. rump- lumpy turds. Yeah, they and do. poker chips. Sure. What do you suppose this sounds like? <laughs> Is this just Beast Man colored green and, and pine scented? <laughs> yes, I think it is. Is this just Tsunami colored green and pine scented? Yes. <laughs> so this isn't quite as as uh, as lowbrow as Tsunami, but it's not a million miles away. This is like a little bit more influenced by like clearly influenced by like late 80s new york hardcore stuff but definitely modernized and dumbed down i don't want to say dumbed down because breakdown is as stupid as you could probably possibly get within the scope of hardcore but it has a certain style panache and like punk rock pioneering spirit about it Mm -hmm. that just makes it more palatable to me than this I didn't dislike this nearly as much as you did, predictably, because I have more of an affinity for stuff in this lane than you do more broadly. I thought that this was fine. I thought that when they were going mid-tempo, it was certainly a lot more compelling than when they were trying to do fast, which was like, it felt like they just put it in there because they felt like they needed to. The fast part in this was not good. The dude could not keep up with the vocal delivery during the fast part whatsoever. 
I don't know if this is this band's first release. I don't know if there's a demo that pre predates this. You noted also that when it hits the mid-tempo kind of chug at the end, it seems like maybe there were some poorly comped takes in the in the recording session because there seems to be like a different mix or like some different levels on that sort of prelude like into the, the final last la- mosh seconds, part. Last Twelve seconds. Yeah, for sure. So. And also the production, I think, suffers from the same issues that we were talking about with that Vengeful Spectre stuff, which is that it's just like, it's just, it's peaking, it's like maxed out, it's like all at this sort of same level where like the dynamics are not hyper present and it feels like very modern and sterile in a way that doesn't necessarily always work for me with hardcore. I thought this was fine though, you know, this is going to appeal to the same type of people that really like speed. And it is going to appeal to the same type of kids who like Tsunami, even though I think it's dis- uh, distinct musically from Tsunami. It's going for the same sort of thing. This well, is music like designed to dance to, and that Beast is Man was orange. that's it. Yes, Beast Man was orange. Right, Lost it, Man is green. Right, yeah, exactly. So I didn't think this sucked. You know, I, it was fine. Uh, this is a thing where it's like you've just got to be coming with the s tier best version of this for me to give a fuck about it and even then it's like i just give you a tip of the hat and i'm like yeah this is pretty fucking good if it comes on i might nod my head to it this didn't quite reach those levels i wasn't offended by it it was i'm sure a lot of people like this all good you know what i'm saying young kids this kind of stuff is a gateway or an entry point i get it it's pretty accessible it's danceable moshable easy to listen to understand why people like it don't really give a fuck about it don't have much else to say about it yep who cares all right what's next four damn we're all four, it's all fours and all threes fours. all fours and threes so far tonight okay this is fog lamp with conversation this was the one that uh, the band sent in themselves and uh, you know they they already i they said they're a fan of the show so that means we have to go we have to go really easy on them. Um, <laughs> so uh, the first song skewed up to play. They didn't. I don't think that they suggested any particular track on here. But let me uh, let me make sure just to to double check that I'm not going against the band's wishes or anything. I don't uh, I don't want to betray their trust on their on their first submission here. We don't want to play one of the songs that sucks. No, yeah, we don't want to play one of the shitty songs on here. Uh, yeah, no uh, no songs were suggested, so we'll just go with the first song on here. We're going to listen to... <laughs> this is a really funny name for a song. We're going to listen to the song Dense Woolen Sweater by the band Foglamp off of Conversation. Okay.
right, we just heard the song Dense Woolen Sweater by Fog Lamp off of Conversation. I think that this is the band's first release. Uh, I don't even know that a demo predates this. I think this is like the first thing that they ever attempted to do. I'm going to preface anything I have to say about this by saying a couple things. One of which being... That's not a good sign. I ha- <laughs> it never is. It never is. Never is. But I, I have to imagine these are... They sound... At least the vocalist sounded like a younger guy. <laughs> how many fucking times? How many fucking times have we prefaced something we're going to say by first, like, acknowledging on the basis of virtually no evidence yeah. that these folks are young? I have to. And it's mainly because almost everybody in the subculture is young that, that's true less so than it used to be though. less so than it used you to you know be. what i mean there are a lot of bands but, are sitting between the ages of like 28 and 35 but we right know now. what's coming next i don't mean to step all over you. no for sure but we yes. know what's coming next yeah, we know what's coming if next. you're if you're 35 or 40 don't don't right yes uh, if you're 19 to 22 oh, okay there, there's you've got time right and the other thing i'm going to say is that i actually really enjoyed what this was going for because unlike a lot of the sort of gloomy post-punk cold wave shit that we hear on the show this is i should point out from the west coast and it sounded like it was from the west coast this actually had a lot of roots in my opinion at least i don't know if it was incidental or accidental or whatever but this to me felt very akin to some of the early death rock shit right there were elements of like real deal death rock stuff which came up parallel to and largely out of the early west coast hardcore and punk scenes and this felt like with the vocal delivery with some of the choices in there uh felt like it was trying to pull from that sort of tradition of west coast death rock which i enjoy because that's kind of under underrepresented in the current post-punk landscape right but speaking of the vocals so that that's it right that's it because musically i kind of like this you yeah, know, I yeah, thought yeah. there was some good yeah, things. Yeah, there was I some liked, really good things in the music. I yeah. like the the like the heavy reliance mm-hmm. on the synth. Yeah, me too. That, that when this first started, yeah. I, I saw that there were like f- there's four people listening. Sure, right? yeah, yeah. And but really, it's three people and then a Roland drum machine. Right. Yeah. Right. So uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's not a guy named Roland. No, no. It's a Roland drum machine. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So it's three people, um, and they list what they fucking play. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. But when it first kicked on, I hadn't looked, you know, anything else about this band. I thought, oh, damn, is this like Filmmaker? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because it was really heavily reliant on synth. Yeah, very much so. And then in comes the fucking, the riffs. Yeah. And frankly, like a noisier, a noisier sound when it comes to instrumentation than we hear with a lot of post-punk. Totally. Right? Yeah. Um, And I kind of like the way those two work together. Same. But man... The vocals were rough, and it, and un- Bury, either bury him, yeah, or stop trying to sing, dude. Yeah, unfortunately, the the vocalist is also a standalone vocalist. Uh, so it's one of those things where it's like, if he were the guitarist or the synth player plus the vocalist, I'd be like, maybe get a different, you know, maybe keep doing what you're doing on the guitar and get a vocalist that can like is this is more in his range, more in his wheelhouse. Fortunately, you're a standalone guy, so I feel like I'm in the position of like either your oh. bandmates either need to make you get better or fucking replace you, or you know, I, I think just do something different. Yeah, try something because I think when the deadpan thing was happening, yeah, it was it worked a little better. Yes, it reminded me at times of Chuck Mosley, 
Sure. On like the first Faith No More record. Sure, yeah. Dude can't sing. Right. Sounds better than this. Right. But dude can't fucking sing. Right, yeah, yeah. But they lean into that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And they utilize that to good effect. Right. Right? On that record, he sounds really snotty and sure. deadpan and disaffected. Yeah, and well, and the other thing with him not being able to sing on this stuff reminds me of the same way that Jack Grisham couldn't sing on that TSOL material, <laughs> right. right? Like he, like if you listen to like the first TSOL LP, motherfucker cannot sing, right? But it suits the music very well, right? And so not being able to sing is in and of itself not a hindrance, but the vocals on this were produced very badly too. And yeah, that's it. I like, think yeah, the the sort of the the overdrive effect or whatever you have on there, and then pushed way up to the top of the mix on top of that just like was not working this these vocals with a little delay buried a little bit uh i don't know man there were just there were bad vocal choices there were bad production choices there were just things that like made the vocals for me an insurmountable obstacle to enjoying music that i thought was actually like 75 to 80 percent of the way to just being straight up pretty good yeah absolutely yeah i, I agree i think that Number one, stop trying to sing. Yeah. Right? Uh, bury it a little bit. Yep. Don't put them right up front. No. Do not put the spotlight on those. For sure. Absolutely do not put the spotlight on those. No. And just, I don't know, deadpan it more? Yeah. Because there were times where it sounded like the, 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 the singer was really kind of maybe thinking about going for it. Yeah. Don't. Don't. Do not. Agreed. So, that's my unfortunate criticism of this, but... I really genuinely enjoy what you're trying to do. I just think next time you got to try, <laughs> you got to try harder. You know, yo, and seven songs. Yeah, I for mean, sure. It's it's a it's a solid slab. Of Absolutely, music. it's like fucking what twenty five minutes for sure. Top twenty seven minutes. Yeah, solid slab of fucking music. You're not fucking around. Yeah, and I do think that, like you said, yeah, musically, I think that this this has this has a lot of good a lot of good qualities yes one of them ain't the singing yeah for sure i'm so i'm sorry to say i'm very sorry to say um oh actually uh, oh this is cool too they also cover flowers and fire by blitz on this oh, which yeah. is sick yeah like great I fucking track. just listen to that record the other day driving out across the state to yeah, work great fucking track so there you go you got good taste you're yeah. drawn from great stuff and like i said i think the music was pretty pretty fucking good imagine this with just like deadpan almost spoken vocals yeah 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 mixed better produced mixed better yeah. yeah for sure because even that said like i i'm harping on the vocal production on this and the vocal choices on this some of the production choices on the instrumental section of this also not like the best. The the actual music is pretty good. There are just there's generally some clunky production on this. Yeah. So like I would just uh, I would suggest in general if you guys did this yourself, either sit down try to hone your craft before doing the next thing, or just outsource that job to somebody else. You know what I mean? Get an engineer, go to a studio, find somebody who very much knows what they're doing with this. Because also this in the hands of a professional engineer that doesn't know post-punk and dark wave and death rock is going to fuck it up just as bad as you're going to fuck it up and make all the wrong decisions mm. too. So I would suggest just finding somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing behind the board for the next one. And that alone is going to elevate this a lot and help it level up. So there you go. Good effort. Not there yet. Yo, er error on, make some different decisions on the next recording. There's plenty of vocalists that can't sing. Yeah. You just got to figure out the right way figure to not be able to Figure out the way sing, to do it. For sure. All right. What's next? All right. Three. We cannot break out of this. No. Um, okay. So this, ah, fuck, dude. <laughs> I'm Philectoic xanth Xanthopsia. 
with uh, Linares.tv. So this, we had a specific song that was uh, suggested to us here. I'm going to read it for you. He said, Ben said, this isn't in Finnish, so we have to read it in its entirety. The song that he uh, instructed us to listen to is unshaven pussy that I asked her not to wash or clean in any way for one week tempestuously sits upon my fucking nose and must stay there until not only I am gasping for air, but also until there is a breach within the vaginal bliss of unconsciousness. This okay. is 44 seconds long. Let's check it out. Okay. Okay, I already gave you all the information. I'm not going to repeat the band name or the song title or anything like that. Um, first of all, first of all, okay, Ben, you you, <laughs> you trolled the show. Basically, you got one over on us. Congrats. Um, that's not really not really. I knew what was happening, but uh, you know what I will say about this? That is a point in its column. It's not even pretending to be music, right? You know what I'm saying? This is purely noise. It's nothing. It's a full deconstruction of not only music, but like even porno grind as a genre. It's a, it's it's a it's a deconstruction of porn. It's a deconstruction of porn, right? It's this is it's it's pure data. It's right. it is nothingness. Right. You know what I mean? It is like it's uh, there's no rhyme, there's no reason, there's no discernible melodies, right. sounds. In fact, and I say this with no hyperbole, no exaggeration. You, I wasn't looking at you while I was listening to this, and you sneezed. And at the beginning of that sneeze, I thought it was a component of the music. Yeah. And then I realized, anything oh, no, goes. that's Nate sneezing. Anything right? goes. So I don't have anything else to say about this. Here's here's the thing. Like, yeah, it is pure data. Is yeah. it's this is not the thing is that. This is meant yeah. to not be liked. Of course. You know what I mean? Of course. This is meant to not be liked by anybody. Right. But it's in that disdain yeah. that people find it like I like this. Of course. You know what I mean? Sure. This is this is like this is like um flavorless, super hot hot sauce. Right. That yes. technically isn't even meant to be it's, consumed. It's not even food. Right. Exactly. Right. Th this is not. This is not even food. Right. I mean, like you, a part of me appreciates the absurdity of this. Yeah. But also, a part of me stands in wonder mm -hmm. as to like, why bother? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Sh sh certainly. Because <laughs> like, okay, let's compare this to Cemetery Rapist. Yeah. Okay. Similar, similar wheelhouse. Yeah, many people would think that they are virtually indistinguishable. Right. I would argue that Cemetery Rapist is a far superior product. Sure. Yeah. Right. Agreed. One hundred percent. There's certainly more actual thought. Right. There. As take that for what it's fucking. Right. Yes. We just said there's more actual thought to Cemetery Rapist. Right. <laughs> After, 
after seeing Cemetery Rapist live, I concur. Sure, yeah. Right? Yeah. That dude definitely puts thought into what he's doing. Yes. You may not agree with the process or the product. Right. Right? Yep. But he definitely enjoys his shit. Yes. And he's putting thought into it. Yeah. This is like, this entire process, I feel, could be fucking AI. Absolutely. You could automate. You know what I mean? Like, this is thoughtless. Right, yes. This is thoughtless. Right, yeah. Right? Yes. So that's what my point is like, would we give this credit if this were AI? No, 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 no. Right? Yes. Yeah, 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 sure. So I'm, I'm personally, yeah, I'm ready for the AI future of gore porn. Right? <laughs> if yeah. it just means that less actual people are doing this. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I would you agree. Know? And, and I should know, and I think I maybe mentioned this when I, when I brought it up in the queue, but like this, uh, this project has been going since 2006. I mean, there's more effort put into the song titles than there is to everything else. Undoubtedly. Right? Undoubtedly. Because you know, like, okay, that one, right? Yeah. And then let's see. Um, okay, so here's the track before, track 11. Mm-hmm. Efficiency in sucking the leukotents of the, vag- of the vaginous sex toy hindered my craving for infection. Rubbing the dried cervix bix- bits of the pseudo dong on the wound I created with a serrated blade on my thigh muscle that contracts when the toes are pointed out of pure orgasmic mirth. Right. I mean, that person at least had to open up a dictionary. Right. Right? Yeah. And a thesaurus. Yes. There's more effort in the crafting of that, that, that absurd statement than there wasn't anything else. That is true. But again, that's the fucking point. Yeah. The point of this is for everyone to hate it. Yeah, absolutely. And like, yeah, mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Let's roll the dice one more time before you listen to some messages because I don't, I really don't want to end on. No, I don't want to end on that. A either. porno grind. I, I want to hear an, another good, something, something to get me going. I just, something to get me f- feeling good. Just feeling, uh, yeah. Something sure. to get me feeling like I'm fucking proud of the United States. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's, it's right? the goddamn 4th of July. Right. Yeah. Five. All right. This is some Indonesian hardcore. We got privacy warning with their promo 2023 we'll just listen to the first song oh no actually they got the last song queued up to play so we're going to listen to no future by privacy warning off their promo 2023 
All right, we just heard the song No Future by Privacy Warning off their promo 2023. This is a band from uh, Surabaya, Indonesia. So when this was described to me as like reverb hardcore, I was expecting like mid-tempo gelcore stuff, bib gag style shit. I was actually really pleased to hear this going real fast. Yeah. And when I looked in the in the no, in the tags down at the bottom, they had tagged Japanese hardcore punk and UK82. Yeah, I actually did hear Japanese hardcore punk and UK D2 influences in, in, in this. It didn't slow down at all. I thought maybe they were going to break it down at the end there, which right. would have been totally fine, whatever. Right. But I was kind of happy that they didn't, actually. Right. Um, this was a pleasant surprise. I thought that this was straight up, uh, particularly in comparison to what we just heard, it was just nice to hear a riff again. This was the best hardcore we heard tonight? This was the, well, that's easy because I think we heard one very bad thing from Romania, and then we heard one thing that's like very entry-level mesh shorts kind of shit. My point still stands. <laughs> it was the best hard. It, it's, it's a hyper-low bar to clear tonight, but yeah, this is the best hard. It doesn't matter tonight. if it was an inch over yeah. or a mile over. It was the best. It was the it best. Was, yes, it was over the bar for sure. Yeah, I thought that this was uh, pretty damn good. Yeah, this wasn't bad at all. Sure, dude in the pictures wearing a bib shirt. Yeah. I guess in the vocal delivery. Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. Uh, kind of buried, reverb heavy. Yes. Soaring and sort of moaning and wailing. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. Musically, I thought that this was uh, this was pretty interesting, and I enjoyed this. Um, I'd like. I wish it was more than three songs. I also wish it were more than three songs because it was. It looks like they're looking for people to distribute this or put it out. Yeah. Like elsewhere, it's, and it's I for, three for a, sp a split second, I was like, oh, maybe we could do this, but then I'm like. It's three minute and a half or, you know, one, the first one's a minute and a half, the second one's a minute 12, then a minute 46. Yeah. And it's just like, ah, I would feel bad putting this out. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I would, would feel, too. I would feel bad wasting the plastic to release this. I would too. Uh, maybe if they do something longer. Right. You know what I mean? Because I was like, oh, sick, an Indonesian band? Like, we love putting out international stuff. This is fucking good. Yeah. People will like this. Let's do it. But then I was like, eh, yeah. eh. Uh, but nonetheless, I liked it. I thought that was a that's a much much brighter note to go out on uh, than the fucking porn grind that we just. How many heard. voicemails do we have? You want to try one more? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah let's. We go. don't have to go out on. No, it. we don't have to go out. Let's. Yeah. Let's try. Let's, let's do, do one, one more. more. Yeah. That's fine. We got a handful of voicemails, but who cares? Eight. Oh, uh, pardon me. It's um, four. Okay. This is speed plants. Okay. Now. Now we're okay. Now we're definitely going to hear something. So really good. we just heard hardcore that we liked. Yes. But it was in. Sort of reference to what we, you know, our palate had already been primed sure. with. Yeah. Let's hear hardcore that we know we like. Yeah, let's hear hardcore we love, actually. Right. Um, so Justin says we should listen to Violent and High. Uh, that's fine. You can pick any song on this. The songs are very short. I will just say, I'll, before we even listen to this, this record is best consumed in its entirety. Yeah, this is not, don't. Don't sample this. Just Don't do the sample. whole thing. Listen, it's like a repos record or yeah. anything else Just like that. Just do the whole thing. Just listen to the whole fucking thing. This record it is short. Take that long. It's 15 songs. Most of them clock in at under a minute long. Right. Listen to the whole fucking thing. Honestly, dude, like, let's actually, let's listen to Violent High, Violent High in to Make Them Watch. Because okay. Make Them Watch is a fucking yeah. banger, too. So yeah. we're going to listen to Violent and High in to Make Them Watch by Speed Plans off of Statues of God. Right. 
There you fucking go, right. man. What do you, what do you need? Um, speed plans again to like most of our listeners' knowledge already. Uh, this is one of the this is one of the LPs to beat this year. Yo, um, for sure. And also, it should be noted that Justin, who quote unquote isn't in this band, also isn't in Illiterates, who released another one of the LPs to beat this year. Also, one of the members of this band is in Little Angels, who is really good, and Necroheads, who is really fucking good. People from Living World in this? Uh, maybe a member of Living World is in this. A member or two, yeah. Um, that whole fucking, like... Those those four dudes. The four, like, no, what, four. It's like, I think it's like ten people in that sort of nucleus yeah. that's in yeah. a zillion different bands. They're also in a bunch of fucking sick, like that core group of people are also in a bunch of sick-ass fucking bands, like indie rock bands that we've had on the show, too. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh is one of the best places to be playing punk music in general right now in the entire world. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pittsburgh is way on top at the, <laughs> at the present moment. Um, that entire region has always been great for like hardcore punk, whatever the fuck you're looking for. It is a, it's, it's a working man's area of the country. It's reflected in the music that comes out of there. And all of the hardcore that's coming out of there right now from that core group of people is exactly to my taste in every way that fucking matters. This is so goddamn good. I don't really know what else can be said about it. This is hardcore punk as it is meant to be played, as it is, as it is meant look, to be listened to. Look, we've said it before. This is the best version of hardcore. It just it just is. I mean, this is this is squarely in the fucking Jerry's Kids yes. lineage oh, yeah. of hardcore, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, the classics always fucking hold up. Yeah. Right? The classic sounds always fucking hold up, and this is a classic sound. Yeah. This is the one that people will fucking remember. Yep. Nobody's going to fucking remember basically any tricky little variation of this. Right. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Make it fast. Make it fucking relentless. Throw some riffs in there. You can be fast and be catchy and have fucking riffs. Yeah, dude. Right? Absolutely. And just fucking go. Track after track after track. The fucking production on this is great. Yep. Right. They record. I think they record all this, uh, all this themselves to like an eight-track cassette recorder, and they know what the fuck they're doing. Yep. And all their indie rock bands record all their shit the same way. Like these dudes, just like get, they're just uh, they're just people who like get it, who just like fundamentally understand what made the shit that they're referencing so great, and know exactly it's, how to recreate it. It's it's ignorant. It's nihilistic. Yeah. Right. Just just go. Absolutely. Just fucking go. Yeah, between this, between, like, uh, the Delco MFs release, between Illiterates, this is already such a good year for this style of Mm. hardcore punk. It fucking rocks. The Necrohead stuff fucking rocks. Like, there's just, there's so much good stuff in this vein coming out, and this is one of the best things that is coming out this year. Right. Right. it's, yeah, this is this is what hardcore is supposed to be, man. Right, it's, it is what it is. Let's listen to some uh, some voicemails. What's up, fuckers? I just wanted to share a joke with y'all. Hopefully, somebody gets a laugh. One of my favorite jokes is of right now. The joke is, what's the difference between Jesus and a picture of Jesus? Anybody? Anybody? Well, the answer is 
You can hang a picture of Jesus using only one nail. All right, guys. Thanks. Uh, um, uh, oh, so I'm going to start by citing my favorite racial slurs. Okay. There you go. That's a that's a that's an old one. You know, I feel like you could have hung the actual Jesus with just one nail too, just big enough, just a big enough nail right in the middle. Yeah. When <laughs> imagine the crucifix like that. Yeah. Imagine if they just had one nail right through the middle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's and so there. so like. It's still the cross. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now you go to church, and there's a cross there, but he's just, like, slumped up <laughs> <laughs> with his arms on his side. <laughs> and yeah. a fucking spike right through, like, the middle of his sternum. Yeah. Yeah, and he's just spiked <laughs> to the fucking cross. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Yeah. All right, let's see the next one. Hey, you fucking stick lickers. It's Shelby calling from Dallas, Texas. Um, I wanted to call and ask, have you guys ever noticed that uh, the main zombie on the cover of Mortician's Darkest Day of Horror looks exactly like Jerry Seinfeld? Do you think that's on purpose? I'll take my answer off there. Let's, it does look like Jerry I'm, Seinfeld. I'm looking at it right now, and it does look exactly like Jerry Seinfeld, actually. Uh, no, I've never noticed that before because I'm not a huge Mortician fan, full disclosure. Um yeah, it looks it looks just like Jerry Seinfeld. I don't know if that's intentional or not. I doubt. I guess I think Jerry Seinfeld just is an archetypal. Yeah, I mean Jerry Seinfeld. That's his whole shtick is he just looks like your average like fucking vanilla dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, he's yeah. just like a really average like New York like uh, like an eighties nineties New York Jewish guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. He's just like very run of the mill. Well. New York dude, because I think, like, just just dude, just guy. Why can't I say Jewish guy? Well, because, like, number one, he doesn't wear a yarmulke. I guess, but that's only a particular style of Jewish guy. I'm just saying. I mean, more broad sweeping, I'm like just, a... I'm just saying. Like, not, I'm, like, I'm not talking about, like, an Orthodox Jew or even, like, a right, more well, hard that's line. My, that's my point. So just say, like, a dude. Yeah, but he's like he's his whole vibe is like he's like a New York Jewish oh, you, guy. You got a point. Just, I bet you always make a point to point out. Like, <laughs> I saw some Asian guy at McDonald's today. If it's pertinent to the story, yeah, yeah. And Jerry's Jerry's, you know, Jewish heritage. I think it's has it's, nothing to do. I think with it's part and parcel to his whole vibe. It, it has nothing to do with how he looks, though. I guess he has a certain like. Uh, I guess I'm not going to get into Jewish phenotyping here. That's probably the wrong path to yeah, go down. that's my fucking point. <laughs> but that's not what I was doing. Now you've made me. Now you've made me arrive there by fuck you. You put me in a corner, and, and I'm now I'm like a fucking feral animal trying to claw my yeah. way out, but only get digging myself further right. into the trap. Right. The, the 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 bear trap is only biting harder the more I pull right. away from it. That, but I didn't start out in such a bad position. So look at this. Yeah. Here's a picture of Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Right? From the show Seinfeld. Yeah. There he is. What about that indicates that he's you? Could be Italian. I guess. Yeah, I guess. I don't know, dude. Right? <laughs> I think he looks pretty Jewish. What? <laughs> what is it there? He's got a fucking cardigan on and a button-up shirt. Maybe it's just because I know how, like, uh, how, I know how, I know that Jerry Seinfeld is Jewish, so maybe it's the fucking, the chicken and the egg situation. Maybe it's, I can't divorce it now. Maybe I think of him all as very... All you see is the Jew within <laughs> That's all you fucking see. 
is the Jew. <laughs> Right, uh, me. I just see a dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's the problem. Dude. One, one too many fucking, one too many flip throughs of the Turner Diaries, yeah. and now all I see Look, is the Jew with. Here's him. another one. Yeah, he looks. Yes, he looks like a fucking Jewish man, dude. What are you talking about? He looks like a Jewish man. But there's nothing about his fucking garb or anything. <laughs> no, but he just has the. <sighs> It's everybody listening to this knows and understands that Jerry Seinfeld represents a certain New York Jewish guy archetype, and that's part of his entire attraction, his shtick, his fucking act. That's his whole thing. I didn't say it thing. wasn't part of his act. <laughs> right? But I'm just saying that Jerry Seinfeld looks pretty like like you're pretty sort of average dude. And that's the thing about Seinfeld is he's just some average dude, but he's super fucking shitty. Right. Right? Yeah. But nobody knows that he's kind of shitty because he's so he's so bland looking. Sure. Right? Okay. Right? All right. Okay, let's listen to the next message before I I swim even deeper out into these waters. Hey, so I got a question. Um Obviously, 80s hardcore, classic U.S. hardcore exists in the 80s. And then 2001, 1999, whatever, bandana thrash is a fucking thing. And the Story State record stuff comes a little bit after that, this classic U.S. hardcore. What was happening in the 90s on that front? Because I don't think I know of any notable bands from the 90s doing like classic US hardcore so yeah um, I just want to know what's happening you know bye that actually is a very tough question to answer because there were bands doing a take on classic US hardcore but not in the sort of traditionalist way that would crop up in like the early to mid aughts with like no way and sorry state and like the early like deranged releases and I don't stuff. think enough time had passed I think that's I think that's exactly what it was right so like the 90s for certain hardcore enthusiasts of the 80s are a very dark period in which they just straight up don't like anything because hardcore fundamentally changed during the beginning of that decade into something that was pretty unrecognizable from what it was even a few years prior to that. New sounds, new ethics, uh, new looks, you know, many things were introduced with a rapidity uh, that like people who were around for the 80s were not ready for and did not like. You get a whole generation of people that maybe are still involved that acknowledge virtually nothing that came out of the 90s. And even the stuff that was uh, pulling from a more traditional sound was not backwards facing in the way that like full on revivalist shit of the 2000s was. So you get like the Cleveland shit that was cropping up even as early as like the mid 90s, like some of the post face value Urba bands and shit mm -hmm. like that that were like yeah they were traditionalist in the fact that they were playing like punk rooted hardcore music with like rock and roll a uh, rock and roll bass that stuff existed but it didn't sound like somebody doing their best uh fucking united mutation or their best jerry's kids impersonation or whatever in the same way that like you get uh, bands like government warning doing that a what, few years down the line that are that are quite literally just they're going, playing. They're playing, they're playing the hits. Right. They're right. playing the hits. Right. Uh, the first band that pops in my mind is Out Cold. Exactly. Out Cold is probably 
the best example of that. And probably, I'm not going to say the sole example, but is in terms of a band from that era that is like still thought of with like a certain degree of reverence, that is well regarded, that has like a long career, uh, that's virtually untarnished, that rocked the entire time they were a band. Out Cold is pretty much like the example. Mm. And, uh, you can find that kind of stuff, I guess, on like local or regional levels a little bit more so. Like you can dig in and find like a seven inch that was kind of going for like a classic 80s sound. But in my opinion, whenever I hear those, there are still, there are hallmarks of the 90s that are hyper detectable for like a, a student of the genre. Like well, you're not going to confuse a, night, a band from 1995 with a band from 1985. Yeah, I mean, it's it's similar to Give me a band in 1974. Yeah, that is playing 1964 era. Exactly. You know, it's, rock and roll. Exactly. You were 10 years. I mean, past. the Ramones. Right, 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 right. Right. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. But still, it was like an updated, right. new, new, quote unquote, new thing. So yeah, I think you're. I think you actually got it exactly right. It just wasn't far enough away from it for anybody to like be looking back on that and doing a revival. I mean, think about it. Know? It's literally 10 fucking years. It's 10 years. I mean, more than that because... Sure. 85. Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? But nonetheless. But nonetheless. We've been in a, a band... We've been in a band for 13 years. Right. right. The same band. Right. Now, now, I mean, we because there's an... I mean, you get a figure. 19... Whatever. 79, 1980. Yeah is where, you know, it's not really till like, 1981, 82, where hardcore really picks up speed. Yeah. Picks up steam. But, like, late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. Right? Um, but now there's, like, 40-plus years of history. So yeah. a decade doesn't really seem that big of a deal. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. And additionally, like... I mean, Fucked Up's been a band for 20 years. Yeah. More than 20 years. More than 20 years, right. Hardcore was still innovating at that point. Right. Like, there were still new sounds, new ideas being introduced. It was still, like, it was still a vital, morphing, like, ever-moving form. And I would argue that within the sort of, like, the defined framework of what is acceptable as hardcore... Yeah. There, by 2008... Yeah. There's not a lot for innovation. No, no. Exactly. So let's just go back and play the hits. Yeah, for sure. So there, that kind of answers your question, hopefully. Uh, all right, we got one from uh, Giannis, Nova, Yannick, or Nova Scotia's own Yannick. Okay. Next. Okay, this is good pal Yannick calling from Nova Scotia, Nova Scotia Hardcore on top. Fuck you. I uh, got some topics I want to talk about real quick. One, clap moshing. Where are my clap moshes at? Not enough in 2023. Let's bring back clap moshing. Two, that fucking beeping, fix it. And three, spin kicking the dance covers. Saw a night circle from Austin recently. Those motherfuckers pulled out twist of cane. Oh boy. Let me tell you, the fucking, the hardest monsters came out to that fucking, that little, little ditty. And then it went into evil ways from Iron Age. You fucking know Nova Scotia came out to fucking whoop some ass. Okay, that's it for today. Bye, fuck you. Okay, so before we address this call, can I just say something a little bit of uh, a little bit of hardcore uh, synchronicity here that just occurred? Okay, uh, I just got a notification on my phone while we were listening to that message uh, that Justin from Speed Plans and Illiterates posted in the Demo Listen Facebook group, and you know what he posted? What? He posted a link to uh, Warped Sense of Right and Wrong. By, oh, by great I, dude! I told you we were going to cover pure hate. Yeah, but surrogates scooped us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I've been wanting to cover a, a fucking Al Cold song again for a while. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I would love to. But if you need any more evidence of why fucking speed plans and illiterates rock, it's because Justin's posting Al Cold songs in the right. Demolition Facebook group. He knows what's up. So strange bit of little uh, synchronicity there. Uh, so... Yo, first of all, I I'm still I still clap mosh. I don't know why I do it. It's just a well before I, it's just a thing I picked up in my youth and I can't get rid of. I do I do the clap mosh thing. I don't know why. Yeah, you do. Um, it's just a, it's just a fucking thing I do. I don't. I it's literally uh, instinctual. I don't think about it. It's not intentional. I just clap and then I throw it down. Um, also. I think that covering a non-hardcore song in a hardcore setting. I think one of the benefits of that is like one of the best things you can do is make a song that you always wanted to spin kick to but couldn't in its traditional setting where you might see that song played now export it and put it in a setting where spin kicks can be done to it yeah because i don't think you're actually doing that at a dancing no show. you cannot spin kick uh, actually at a dancing show you will get beat up immediately yeah and as you should. You yeah, shouldn't spin you, kick you should. at, a, at, a, at, at right. a Danzig show. But, yeah, if somebody plays Twist of Cain in a hardcore setting where people are spin kicking, fuck yeah, that it's rocks. It's a hard song. It's a hard-ass That's song. It's a hard record. Yes, fucking throw your spin kicks. I, I'm actually uh, I'm actually all for that, right? Like uh, doing a non-hardcore song in a hardcore setting so you can finally spin kick to that typo song you always wish you could have. Great. Um, transposing hard, non-hardcore into hardcore spaces. I'm always into it when it's done well. Um, all right, we got an AJ call. Let's uh, let's let's field it. I'm probably late to the party, but um, yeah, that beeping in the background needs to fucking go. I don't know what the hell it was, but my real super retard brain <laughs> is losing it every time, and I haven't even completed the episode yet because like it triggers my schisms. Also, uh. I have tried to listen to it a few times. Like, I get to, like, the hour or so, Mark, because that fucking beeping. Maybe later. I don't know. I guess I've been so behind on listening. Uh, I'm going to gauge around the 40-minute mark that Sam stops. Like, there's, like, a faint, like, and I'm just like, is that it? Or is that just other noise? So, hey, let's go with 43 minutes. I don't fucking know. It was around there. Um, tell him out of breath. Uh, just gonna plug something, but I forgot. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck. I don't know. Just you guys have broke my retard brain. That's about it. And uh, listen to Killing Pace. Yeah. Bye. I want to apologize, first of all. I identified that as an AJ call, where I should have identified it as a Sutton call. That's right. That's it's my, a Sutton call. That's my bad. It's a Sutton call. I always love the part in in a Sutton call where, like, towards the end, the thoughts begin. Just runs out of steam. It gets this, the thoughts start coming slower, a yeah. little bit slower, and they don't kind of quite congeal it just into peters fully out. formed. Yeah, yeah, it just yeah. kind of peters out. Um, actually, surprisingly, you were pretty much spot on about. Yeah, but who knows? You about, already said that. I did say it, so it's possible that Sutton could have just listened to the episode and is now retroactively being like, oh, see, I'm right. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I did mention in the episode precisely the moment where it stopped. Um, so I can't take you on your word that you that you actually know when that happened. So it remains to be seen. 
uh, if the fan is actually audible. Um, okay, we got a TJ oh, call. Oh, and the beeping sound has been solved, so yeah, all you guys should be happy. Yeah, everyone should be happy. By um, ritual of intent, accomplished what it meant to get done. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing, too. You could have edited the beeping sound out the whole time. No, I can't. No, I could not have. And I explained to you why. Because it happens while we are speaking. There's nothing for me to do about that. I can't I edit the beeping. No, I can't. I would have to put a noise gate on. And I tried. <laughs> oh, so me. you could have No, done. no, no. I couldn't have. You have to put a noise gate on there in such a way that it makes like our it makes our speaking like stilted and unnatural. And it cuts out sound like from the spectrum that we actually want in the show. It fucking, I trust me. I tried to put a noise gate on there that would do it. It did not get the job. Yeah. I tried my uh, damnedest. Maybe we should just hey, we will speak like this. Now. <laughs> so, um, so okay, we got a call from TJ that's way over the minute and a half mark here. Um, TJ texted after he sent that message and said, "Not sure if that last voicemail went too long or just long enough, but feel free to cut my ass off at the minute thirty mark." Um, okay, listen. We'll listen to it. If we get to the minute 30 mark and we're interested enough to think that the remaining 40 seconds is critical to the call, we'll keep it going. If not, we'll cut it off. Okay. Let's let's hear what TJ had to say. Yo, it's TJ. Hey, sorry about that last uh, call. I was driving through Central PA, and uh, you know now I'm driving through Connecticut. Hopefully this works. Connecticut, the land of the, the cell, cell surface. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to call and... and uh, that uh, I, I went to that uh, something to talk about in Philly, and uh, I don't go to that many fests. I, I went to Skull Fest last year in Pittsburgh, and and this this one here. One of my favorite things about going to like punk fest is getting to see all of the different scenes, uh, hardcore scenes from around the country, uh, kind of diverge onto one. Spot. It, it's pretty funny. Uh, first day, there was uh, maybe three bands in. By three bands in, nobody had really kind of went off yet. It was all bands were good, but nobody was really kind of dancing or anything. And then, uh, like the Milwaukee, uh, Wisconsin kids showed up, and that's kind of when like shit started popping off, you know. Like, and and then you know after that, it was uh, you know. Pretty much them, and then and then the uh, Ohio kids started showing up, and it was kind of doing the same thing. And you know, uh, I saw a couple uh, a couple regulars from like uh, Indiana, not not your part. I, I forget exactly where um, Erie, maybe is that a, is that it? Anyway, uh, it, it's just very entertaining to me to see like you know, oh, who, what scene is going to show up next and go the hardest? You know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> You know, and the next night it was Pittsburgh, you know, of course. And uh, it, it, it was just really cool. I don't know. Anyway, uh, hopefully this isn't too long. Shout out to the demo listen. You've made an olive lawn super fan. And also, uh, Nate, uh, I was driving past a, a, a used car lot, and I thought about how maybe it would be a potentially good herping spot. What's the most, uh, what's the weirdest herping spot uh, you've ever, the most, uh, I guess, unorthodox. Anyway, all right, peace. So, yeah. I guess one thing about a fest that is interesting is to see like uh, regional crews show up and and see who's see who's putting it down the hardest. That yeah. is always fun, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something I've enjoyed since I was a, a kid and still enjoy enjoy quite a bit. Um, we didn't cut that off because it seemed it was a general it was, sort it, of it, show it, report. It, it was pertinent. It was a show report. You couldn't kind of cut that off in the middle without it. It, it, it all had to be there. 
in the in the future just you know just watch that clock TJ. Yeah. watch that clock yeah what's now the now to the important part of the well message. here's the thing i to, let me my two cents here yeah i like the idea of a fest being a, a sort of like a world cup of sorts of hardcore yeah, of course dude i yeah. wish that people that came from different places like represented where they came from like they got their flags and yeah shit. Yeah. yeah right dude it would be and so like try to outdo each other in pure fucking mania I think that that actually used to be a thing, like particularly towards the beginning of this thing, like because you always hear those those stories, apocryphal or not, they're stories that have some roots in the truth. Where like Boston would roll deep to New York and wreck shop, you know what I mean? Or well, like DC would go here yeah. and like eerie kids would come down to Pittsburgh, or right? Something. Yeah. Sure, yeah, exactly. And even when I was like a kid starting to go to hardcore shows, that was very much a thing where people would roll deep from a particular region, come down mosh too hard start a fight and be like yeah we're the fucking guys right. we're the guys who mosh hard right. and start fights right. you know that was very much a thing it seems to be less so now but i would love to see it with like a, a real serious degree of pageantry where like yeah you got matching yeah, track like, like, jackets like a little more pageantry right like, matching I, track jackets that's like fucking eerie mosh crew, here's the thing you know? yeah don't take it serious don't take it seriously don't be a no. fucking dick because no one right. gives a shit about your bullshit city. right yeah, yeah, no yeah, one yeah. gives a shit about your fucking area code or any of that shit yeah just show up and have some fucking pageantry and fun about absolutely it, that's pretty fun for sure yes that i'm way into like if a crew of people who were like planned to because to, if you're showing up like that you gotta fucking and what if it was almost like it was almost like warriors where all the different gangs had their shtick that's what i'm saying dude right so like indiana what, what are we gonna come we're gonna come fucking obviously S soy or corn corn and soy farmers, yeah yeah right? absolutely yeah. right yeah for sure well, who who in the midwest somebody's gonna have to we're going to have to sort it out. Indiana, Illinois, Iowa, right. at least. Sure, yeah. Right? Yeah. We're going to figure this out. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. But everybody's got, like, their own, like, baseball furies sort of thing. Right, yeah. Right? And you just show up. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. It'd be fucking great. Yeah, it'd be so funny. Yeah, I fucking love it. It'd that be idea. so fucking funny. It's not impossible if, if one of our bands, like, plays one of these bigger fests that's, like, well-represented regionally. And, like, it's likely if we get asked to play one, our friends in Big Laughs or Illiterates or whoever the fuck else, will, or Leaking Head or whatever, will probably be on Nobody that fest, too. That's, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> but if, if that ends up happening, I think it wouldn't be impossible to coordinate this with a few people and be like, hey. It'd be pretty we're, funny. We're doing this. You guys should do this too. Yeah, roll up with flags. Right, put the flags up when you when you play. Right, you know what I mean. Roll up, roll up with like the stereotypical sort of like fruits of your land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Exactly. Oh my God, throwing fucking ears of corn at people. Fuck yeah, dude. Right, yes. fucking just dumping fucking grain corn at people. Absolutely. Yeah, this is a good fucking idea. Right. Yeah. Tenderloins like frisbees. Tend yeah, the big fucking tenderloins. Right. Watch me catch them in my mouth like a dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And also, people hate on the tenderloin. The tenderloin fucking rocks. Yo, dude. the tenderloin is about the only good thing Indiana brings out. In, in terms of like a, a regional food? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Breaded pork tenderloin is an all timer. I had not had one before I moved here. <sighs> so good. And, right, and, and honestly, if I'm going to like a new diner or something for yeah. like anything other than breakfast, yeah. the tenderloin is like my fucking like, it, it's, 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 my, um, it's my thermometer. It's yeah, my barometer sure. dish. Like, how yeah, do yeah, I yeah, gauge yeah. what this is going to be like? What, how do you prepare your yeah. tenderloin? As a kid, the the breaded pork tenderloin was like all time dish for me, man. All time yeah. dish. Um, so n yeah, now onto the herping question, yeah. which is so solely for you. Cities, 
Yeah. In the middle of cities. It's always the weirdest. Like, because it's not, a, you know, like nobody thinks of wildlife in cities. Sure. I've seen plenty of, sh- and, and also contextual, it depends what you're looking for, right? Right. Because I've seen certain species, you know, that have very specific habitat requirements in the middle of somebody's fucking yard. Sure. Right. And whatever. Um, but cities, like in, there's certain areas in like Columbus and Cincinnati where you can go see Italian wall lizards. There are introduced species there. And you just be like walking through fucking Cincinnati or Columbus and there's a fucking bunch of lizards on, you know, sure. there's a bunch of fucking European lizards hanging out in the wall. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's unexpected. Indeed. Cities. There you go. Um, okay, we'll uh, we'll call it there for well, the We got end. a text, don't we? Uh, no, that's just from TJ. Oh, that okay. was just him saying, "Cut me off." If All right, we're to. done. Yeah, so that's uh, we'll cut it. We'll call it there for the evening. Thanks to everybody who uh, tuned in. I guess I'll just throw in because I haven't done it in a minute. If you like the show, rate and review it on whatever your chosen podcatcher is. Tell your friends. We're still not advertising. We still don't have any fucking sponsors. Even though we never show, will. I don't. But shows like a quarter of the size of this have sponsors. Yeah, but they're not. But they try. I think they try. They try. I think they're like, hey, do you want to sponsor they this try. show? They and, try. And, and also, they don't get into the phenotypical traits of Jewish people on their show. They, so. And they will not deliberately sabotage it. Just, just I, I've said it before, I, I, I couldn't go through with it. Yeah. I was listening to other, you know, I was listening to some other podcasts, and I'm like, I can't fucking believe they let that ad run. Yeah. I can't believe they're just fine with that. And I guess the money's too, the money is a is a balm for all wounds. Sure. But like no fucking way, man. Yeah, I mean, as I've said many times before, I could do the ads, but they would not get the read that they want. Well, it's not even that. It's like the, where they'll just like go to a break oh, and it's a yeah, commercial yeah, yeah, for, for something sure. else. No, 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 no. The next episode, I'd be like, yo, we that that ad's fucking stupid. Yeah, Don't. yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem right. I think I would have to. But luckily we've phreno- so, luckily we've phrenologied our way. But out that's, of but that's ads, how you know so. we always tell the truth, right? because because <laughs> there's no we're, we're, we're not in anyone's pockets. We're so obstinate. We're not in anybody's pockets. That's true. That's actually that's a really good point. We that's always a, tell the truth. We all. <laughs> okay, it's as good a place as any to end it. We always tell the truth. Good night. <laughs>